Podcasting 2.0 for January 14th, 2022, episode 69, all aboard! You know what has something to do with what we're going to talk about, right? Hello, everybody. Welcome to a bigger board meeting of Podcasting 2.0, since we missed one last week. Apologies for that. Everything going on at podcastindex.org, the podcast namespace, and of course, all the action over at podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country and in Alabama, the man who decides just how we do it live, my friend on the other end, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Jones. <laughs> Being off last week and missing the show like totally screwed me up. I, I had no idea what day it was. Well, to be honest, it was very, very hard for me to... Uh, I mean, I, I talked to you about it. I didn't just make any decision yeah. to cancel the board meeting. I'm like, I got to talk to Dave about this. Um, yeah. Uh, and we, had, we, had a, we made an executive decision about the from the, pod, the uh, Podcasting 2.0 Broadcast Committee. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the Broadcast Committee. Yes, the executive decision was made in a smoky back room, as these things usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because Joe had reached out to me. A, a week before, he said, hey, man, we got, we got to do a podcast together. So much uh, crazy world. We got to talk about stuff. And I'm like, yeah, anytime, man. And then he pinged me said, on uh, on Wednesday. He says, hey, uh, can you come tomorrow? I said, no. I do the, sh- the show live. And then he said, okay, how about Friday? I said, Ugh. I said, well, that's podcasting 2.0. I got to talk to Dave, man. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you tonight. And we talked and about I, and it. And I said, tell Joe he can wait. <laughs> you no, did. And I had I to and I had to beg and say, listen, man, I can make I can make it worthwhile <laughs> for us. I can make it worth our while. I really can. Uh, yeah. no, um, it was a good show. It was, it, was, it was a good appearance. Well, I'd like to tell every, I'd like to share with everybody what came out of it, uh, in in some general terms. Well, and, I skimmed the uh, open letter to Spotify penned by two hundred and seventy scientists. I didn't see your name, so that's <laughs> No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> something else. Something else came out of it, uh, which I'm going to discuss in general terms because you know nothing is in stone. But I think it's important everyone knows at least what's going on. You agree? I agree. Okay. So apparently, after I was talking Bitcoin with Joe, <laughs> which is always so fun on Twitter. Yeah. You get all these people. <laughs> hey, man! You don't know what you're talking about. You put ETH down, man. <laughs> You're boiling the sea. <laughs> exactly. And what I and my my standard answer is, hey man, we're an open protocol. Where are all the ETH developers? Where are they? So uh, you know, there you go. Yep. Um, apparently, uh, Sunday night there was a tenfold increase in signups to companies that uh, onboard people onto Bitcoin, where you can buy and sell Bitcoin. And this was, uh, from what I understand, it was noticeable across the industry and one of these big companies reached out to me and said can we talk and clearly cnn must have mentioned bitcoin yeah <laughs> no i think the industry also collectively went oh yeah it's re-. they all know if that happens on a sunday which uh, is supposed to be one of their slower days then either someone was talking about one of the companies or uh, about bitcoin in general some big show and then they, they all agreed that it had to be rogan so uh, one of them reached out to me and had a very interesting proposal. And the short of it is, they would like to onboard any uh, podcasting 2.0 value for value listeners. They will take the listener's fiat and send it directly into the wallets. 
So even and even before you're, if it's a new person, their KYC is all taken care of, and they've done the checking on who's who. But here's the kicker: they actually want to, and you know, it came out right away. This is something they do for new customers anyway. But they would like to put ten thousand Sats or so into every single new wallet of every customer they onboard. That's oh, beautiful. Which <laughs> to me is like, holy crap. Now people are incentivized to talk about it. Because if I got a yes. thousand people listening to my show, I'm going to try and send a thousand people to send me $5. That's the whole uh, sign up, like, what do you call it? Reciprocity deal. Like, I'll, you see them all doing it where it's like Strike and Cash App. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sign up, tell your buddy to come yep. sign up, and then I'll give you. You'll get five bucks and he'll get five bucks. Yeah. You know, but they're talking about doing the, the deep integration. So you could also do it directly from the podcast apps uh, through some API wizardry. And I think we're already having a meeting next week. Yeah. Uh, last I saw was Monday, I think. Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to have a talk with them. That, I, that's, oh, that's so nice because that's what we've been wanting to happen is somebody else who, because the KYC stuff is just so hard. You can't you got to be a bank or something to really yeah, and you have to, do that. Yeah. Cause you have to have the information stored properly and you have to yeah. have processes and procedures and all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure that they'd be more than willing because, you know, what's nice about this is also if we can do it with podcasters, when we get our, um, our, our wallets all running the podcaster wallet, um, it's a great way for podcasters to take their, uh, their earnings in in Bitcoin and shuttle it right out into their bank account into fiat. Oh, beautiful, because it works both ways. That's so perfect. Yeah, I mean, that that really <laughs> is the missing piece. That the onboard offboard has been the missing piece since day one. It's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. Yeah. So, and it's a reputable company. It's a company that people mm-hmm. have heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, we'll see. I'm very I'm very jacked about that. It's great timing too because. Lightning just continues to become more just industry implementations are emerging like Cash App. Yeah, Cash App. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it puts it, it just puts it into the mindset. It's becoming, there was always fear that it would just become like, let me, let me try to figure out what I'm trying to say here. As, as you go through and try to promote this, this thing that can solve this problem we're trying to solve. You have to sort of plant your flag on something, and we planted the flag on lightning. But then there's always the fear that lightning's not going to pan out, right? And the industry will move to a, in a different direction. But now, I mean, it doesn't take very many dominoes to fall before it just becomes like a snowball rolling down the hill. Yeah, and as and you I know, feel like that's what's happening. As you know, I Adam Curry, I pick the hits. You do. <laughs> you do. That's that's my one true talent. I have skills, but that's my talent. I can pick the hits. Picking the hits since 1982. <laughs> that's right, everybody. Picking the hits since the dawn of podcasting. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's perfect timing. It is in more ways than one. You know, Gateway Pundit, which is a pretty big blog um, news site, really. It's not even a blog. They got banned from PayPal this oh, past really? week. Yeah. I've that, heard of it. That kind of shook sure. people up what it is yeah that kind of shook people up um and i was thinking i had a nice chat with this kid in new york and i say kid 31 uh i get to say kid um and he has a a little network of eight podcasts and and the podcasters are all rabbis but they're but they're you know they're not they're not like you know spouting off some hebrew jargon uh you know they're they're 
it's more like a, like a pastor kind of preacher, you know, real life stories. And there's some mm. crazy uh, show titles like Dead Jews and stuff. It's a Jew. It's, no. <laughs> so it's, no. it's very, it's supposedly very funny, a lot of the stuff they're doing. Um, and he called me up. Roy actually hooked me up with him. And he said, oh, okay. uh, I think it's Soul, Sho- Soul Shopped, I think is the is the name. Uh, Soul Shopped with a T. Um, and uh, and he said, no, I just talked to him. And so we're talking about value for value. And, and I was like, and all of a sudden, it dawned on me how a small network, because this, you know, this is not a guy trying to be a podcast network, join my network, I'll get advertising for you, all this. No, he's uh, he's a creative guy. He's, he has a media company with eight properties. That's the way I view him. And I said, well, if you do value for value, here's the cool thing with the splits. You can take a network fee. I'd never really thought about it that way, but it makes so much sense. And so everybody gets there, and you can cut your individual deals with the um, with your talent, and your and your creatives, yeah, yeah. and then you just stick all that information into your value block, and there's always a network fee. Maybe the network takes forty percent or thirty percent. I don't know, because um, he has investors. And I say, you know, the one thing I've seen pan out before is when you show investors, you hold up your phone and you show um, uh, a rolling, a scrolling, a tally of sats coming in for people listening to your shows, mm-hmm. even though it's. 50 sats, 100 sats, maybe a boost here or there. It's very powerful because invest, mm-hmm. investors are always looking for put a penny in, get a dollar out. Now, what we're showing them is put a dollar in, get a penny out at the moment. But, <laughs> Don't mention but, that part. But, the mechanism, part but they see the mechanism working and they say, oh, wait, so you are actually making money. You just need to scale. And yeah. and the thing, and the great thing about this is the scaling is not in the amount the number the the size of the audience is how you talk to the audience and what your ask is and a reminder if you treat value for value as tips you're going to get tips okay so if you say hey tip us you're going to get tips if you say this is valuable is it valuable to you send us what value you think it is you'll see a very different result can I talk about a psychological component of this real quick? It's all it's, psychology, please. And you are a psychology uh, major, no? No, uh, no philosophy. Same philosophy. thing. It's the same general area. It starts with a PS or something. I always wanted to be a psychohistory major, but uh, <laughs> you know that. But that's science fiction. That's not real. That's not real. Uh, but so the psychology of this is, and I was I was listening to No Agenda the other day, and I hear pew. Yes. I hear it cutting through the noise gate every now and then. Okay. And it reminds me of another podcast that I that I've listened to for years, uh Security Now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh Security Now. During that show, um Steve Gibson, the host, has it set up to where has it wired to where any anytime somebody buys a copy of his software and oh, gets a ping, it, a ping on it, the- it has a yabba dabba do that goes <laughs> off in the and you can hear it. In the background, every time somebody buys, and it becomes a little bit of gamification where people try to try to signal it during the live stream so they oh, yeah. can hear themselves in the booth. This is a fantastic idea. Um, everybody that does that does this, everybody that does boostergrams, if they live stream, especially, but even if they don't, should have the pew pew audible i have it audible now i have it yes. on right now as we speak for that very reason absolutely yes. i was because getting it, it contributes yeah. yeah yeah i was getting all kinds of messages from people about hearing it on no agenda 
but also uh, Curry, <laughs> Curry and the Keeper. It was going off like crazy. And and I have it on now because you know that Chad F is going to, you know, or somewhere Dreb, someone's going to try and boost a grandma. So I have it, I have it piped in just in case. It's really cool. It's that's entire. It's a great psychology, especially if you live stream. That's then, then you're talking about, you know, that, that's, that's the, that's the dopamine hit that comes back. And speaking of, <laughs> yes. Yeah, speaking of the, uh, the live item now do you want to get this started you want to bring in our guests so they can participate in this because this is a very big topic it, it bleeds into pod ping yeah. it bleeds into um uh, creating standards <laughs> it's a whole, whole bunch of things uh surrounding this yeah the uh the guests have been out there in the lobby just drinking stale coffee for a while you want to bring them in yeah we should uh, we'd like to welcome to the board meeting once again uh, back for more alberto Batella and ben richardson from rss.com gentlemen hey guys hi uh not only uh um the uh, co-founders of uh, one of the leading hosting providers for podcast necessities um all in on podcasting 2.0 but also along with uh, Buzzsprout, one of our top uh, supporters of the entire project. So we're highly appreciative of everything you've done uh, to support everything that's going on here. Happy to do it. Happy to do it. Yeah. I wanted, I was thinking about getting you guys back on. I was talking to you, Ben, offline about how uh, y'all have been doing some stuff with, you know, outside the U.S. And also, we haven't talked to you since y'all have put in some tags and such. Um, can you, before we start talking about live stuff, I mean, can you kind of go over what y'all have done in the Spanish speaking market. Cause I think I've been thinking yeah. a lot about this lately. Um, and since, or I was listening to Podland yesterday, Sam Sethi talked about India and the not, you know, non-English speaking podcasting doesn't get a lot of us press, especially it's the big markets It's very big markets. Can you kind of go over what y'all have done? Yeah, absolutely. It's just to start off, let me say, if we ever went to India, we would be huge because RSS is a political party there, kind of the political <laughs> <laughs> party. And Why not do both? Do both. Run the country <laughs> and uh, run the podcast infrastructure. <laughs> when I used to tweet stuff on our Twitter handle, R- at RSS, I would get like 2 million, 3 million views of whatever. <laughs> Free <up> marketing. <laughs> it, was, it, was in, it was insane. And then they would write back. So... Um, but we are highly focused on Latin America and especially Mexico. We, um, because Alberto and I both speak Spanish, we have had an affinity towards our early adopting customers down there. And it turns out that they're just great, great people and partners. Um, so we've really tried to uh, augment the efforts that they're making to grow the podcasting space down there. Um, and uh, so we've we've been intentionally position to uh, have international presences, but in particular uh, within the Spanish-speaking markets in Mexico uh, with our customer support is, is all bilingual. Wow. Um, all, of our, all of our knowledge base is in uh, three languages. Ah, we, and, we have a boostagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, we, we've been, in fact, we just went down to Mexico in October um, and we're working directly there with the creators to uh, develop their presence within that market. We're, um, we've got an attorney down there helping us kind of navigate the legal system that um, yeah. oh is my in God. flux. 
Hey, wait a minute. You know, uh, you know, Ben. Ben, you are so into the Spanish language. You even have emulated the Mexican radio microphone sound. It's really uncanny how good that is. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> okay, so let me. Let me no, back no, I'm just messing with you, man. I'm messing. No, I'm messing with you. This is really exciting. That's that's huge. Who else is in the market? Who's who's competing with this? Would that be Ivooks, right? Are they? Yeah, would well, they be your well, competitor? So, or more so of they're a- based. They're they're out of Spain and they do have a tremendously okay. large catalog of Spanish language podcasts, but um, I don't see a whole lot of movement from them in Latin America. And I know they just took a bunch of VC funding, but we haven't seen it deployed in in any way. Um, okay. Acast is down there. Uh, they've got an eight person office, but we haven't really seen uh, new traction with them. And then Spotify is down there. Uh, um, and they haven't, um, that I've seen, done too much either. And then there's another one that we've worked with that I can't say the name, um, mm. that has tried to get down there and they just can't, they can't make it work. Their internationalization uh, approach is, is uh, COVID really kind of messed them up. So, so. Is, is the Spanish-speaking market um, the, the largest part of your customer base at this point? Cause no, it, no, it's, no, it's it's very it's small. Just, just starting um, off. Uh, you know, for downloads, it's pretty large because we have some of the bigger podcasters in Mexico in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking to expand that. These guys are all very well um, connected to each other. And so we're, uh, we're, uh, we're actively mining um, those relationships. We're building our own. Um, we're standing up a team down there. I mean, we've got a lot going on, on down there. And uh, we loved it. We our visit to Mexico was eye opening in many respects. Um, we invested in a podcasting studio down there. I mean, we've got just a lot going on. Yeah. You guys yeah, are yeah, yeah. high rollers, man. Big ballers. <laughs> no, I like that. No, grandes pelotas. Is, yes, is that's, yes. It was on my mind. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you, Boobery, for your two one one two. Your rush boost. Um, nice. Yes, yeah, so but, but I was. Go ahead, Alberto. Yeah, they, I, I was saying that uh, it's true that we do have a unique value proposition there compared to competitors. Uh, and, and the proposition is simple. Ben and I, so the, the founders, they, we go there on the field and we meet creators. And uh, it was a highlight, I would say, of uh, last year for us. to after years building a product, meeting the people that use it, uh, we were on a rooftop uh, uh, terrace in the neighborhood uh, which is comparable to, to Soho right of Mexico City meeting creators uh, with podcaster pitching literally their podcast there was this person that uh, is the best expert in Mexico about Dracula he went to Transylvania <laughs> and he met the relatives of Dracula he was pitching the podcast because now we have a podcast studio so we, we can produce podcasts and we can promote them uh, uh, and it was super exciting especially from someone like, like me over the past years as building tech companies, right? Really, uh, you know, it resonated a lot with us, and we think that uh, that uh, we're very excited for what has yet to come. So do you think that's what it was? Was mostly like how how y'all are able to get better traction there, maybe versus others that you're sort of focusing on the podcaster first instead of the tech side of things or the business side of things. You're just going sort of straight to the the talent, if it were. Well. I, I mean, I can speak to what how that strategy actually developed there is um, we, because of, I grew up on the border with Mexico. So, I mean, I was highly tuned in to who was joining our, our platform early on. Didn't we you saw have family some, in Mexico too? 
point. Yeah, yeah my great grandfather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so may, may, may fact, I interject? My... Oh, I, I go ahead. Interject Ben here yeah. just because Ben, <laughs> when we speak in English, he speaks Italian, he speaks Spanish. But when he speaks Spanish, uh, you know, maybe in a meeting uh, with a video call, he, he, you know, he speaks well. But when he came to Mexico the first night, we were having dinner and he spoke Mexican with a Mexican accent. I said, how, how come Ben? He just switched the, 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 you know, the, the brain, the chip, a chip in the brain. Like you, should have, you should have heard him. Like it was like Mexican. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Anyway, sorry, sorry Ben. It was because I spent two hours on a plane hearing only Spanish. That's what it takes to kind of gear me up. Um, but so how the strategy developed there. Oh, by the way, my great grandfather was in front of a firing squad in Mexico at one point in time and it was saved at the last second. But wow, that's bragging rights. Um, but in Mexico, the, so I was highly tuned in to what was joining down there that I was watching the downloads and we sought to grow that market. So we did um, an initial partnership with that podcast and we did not see any return on our time investment, on our spot investment, on our on anything. And so we thought, okay, Mexico is not going to be a traditional sort of market for us, but we love Mexico. We want to be in Mexico. So let's explore other ways to, um, to grow down there. And the content side was where we really felt like, okay, this is the right strategy for us, our company, uh, and the people that we are establishing relationships with. So nice. that's kind of how it went there. Nice. Okay. I wonder how value for value would work in uh, in Mexico. Yeah. Is there a Bitcoin? Uh, there's got to be some all? Bitcoin culture there. Uh, so we have talked about it fairly frequently with some of our more um, kind of bleeding edge sort of people. Um, you know, the younger generation especially. Um, and we haven't gotten a lot of positive feedback. We haven't gotten any negative feedback. It's just a matter of educating um educating the user down there but um you know it's it's there's a, there are different socioeconomic realities that would help sure. using cryptocurrency just like we see in africa for instance yeah but um, remittance payments and stuff yeah like remittance that. payments and things like that i mean it how about it this would, catch on would they would they be interested in in offering to their users uh, ten thousand satoshis to send to them <laughs> You know, I'll be honest. I was telling Alberto either this week or last week. I, thought, I said, you know, there's got to be some cryptocurrency out there that's wanting to seed some sort of uh, marketplace or innovators, so as to increase adoption. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I know that there's like guys in the ETH market that throw away Ether to try to make them more valuable. Or Rippled yeah. has this like 800 million Ripple, Fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so I thought, man, it would be awesome if one of those guys would come in and seed the industry to kind of kickstart uh, yep. things. And it sounds like that's exactly what you guys are talking about. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's super exciting. Yeah, okay, yay, go team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should we, should well, we talk it's about an education process? You know, like, yeah. Well, that's what that's you. That's a big issue. part of what hosting companies traditionally have done, and and I think. As the more I look at uh, where we're at now, where we're at a year and a half into a 2.0, you can see that there's still hosting companies of significant size who have not modernized their own thinking internally uh, in preparing for anything, really, for, for any type of new innovation in, in our future. And I think yeah. they're just kind of letting it pass them by. It's, it's odd to see. Yeah, you know... Uh, I, I count ourselves lucky that we came in uh, at the right time. You know, there's that innovator's dilemma, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the Clayton Christensen thing. And um, 
we're luckily not the incumbents in this regard. And the tech stack that Alberto's building within our company is, uh, I mean, just cutting edge, world class. Our tech technological debt, our tech debt is super low um, because we've kind of led from that from the beginning. But whereas these incumbents, these old uh, or heritage players, I think is how James called them, uh, these heritage players just are, you know, it, it takes a lot of effort to not accumulate that tech debt. And so um, we're just starting at a better place. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I count ourselves lucky. So, to bring it back to uh, to a podcasting 2.0 look, what do, you, what do you see as any of the namespace elements or any of the new features that, are, are there any of those that seem to be taking some traction in Mexico or in the Spanish And anywhere, world? anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alberta, well, maybe you can, maybe you've seen in your metrics, anything? Yeah. So uh, chapters uh, mm-hmm. are increasing, increasingly adopted. Uh, still, it's not, it's a very small percentage. I can give you a number. It's just 1% of our episodes that have some kind of chapters. Some of them seem to be tests even. And I mm-hmm. guess that the whole problem there uh, is that uh, we really need more apps. Maybe one of the major players supporting them that that's really what would unlock chapters but chapter is definitely one of the most interesting and then ben and i have great uh, expectations for the location uh, tag mm. that's very exciting yeah, okay uh, maybe when you want to build on that well i just i just see um you know emerging markets they have different um profiles on the media side as well um in mexico for instance has a high amount of radio involvement much higher than the u.s uh, but that's going to shift. Everything's going to go as the U.S. market is gone. And getting a location tag into the podcast that um, that are starting to develop down there is going to allow people to have a different expectation of their of their podcasting platform. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're in northern Mexico, northern Mexico is different than southern Mexico, and eastern is different than western. Central is different than everywhere. Um, so localizing, we see a lot of promise in um, going to the traditional media outlets and saying, "Come on over, bring bring these sorts of uh, content, the, bring this type of content into a podcasting type uh, media, and let's let's target or let's help your listeners find you." Um, whereas uh, currently, there, it's just kind of like throw it all out there and hope that you know mm-hmm. your people find you. This is gonna we're gonna help people find the right content that they're looking for. Ben, and I have a question. In, in, yeah. your, in your education of podcasters, um, do, you talk about how, do you talk about how the podcaster can use their influence over the audience to help adopt new things and try new things? And do you, do you kind of press that, that this is, this is how new features, like even just with chapters? Yeah, you know, I mean, chapters is, is a good example. Um, and uh, Alberto can talk to ch- uh, transcripts in a second, I think. But uh, chapters, we have been um, approaching Adam from a perspective of you guys want to start doing this now because the minute it's unlocked on a on a major podcast app, you're going to be at the very front. And so we've been kind of spring loading, uh, spring loading on their side the expectation that they really need to support now in order to take advantage of the medium that's eventually going to come. Mm-hmm. If they if one of these big guys doesn't do it, we're going to go out and we're going to buy a podcast app and we're going to make it happen. But it's just a function. Wait, wait, of, could you just say that again? 
Yeah, man. <laughs> we we're listen. There's only one way to really put pressure on the market, and it's from pushing. You can't pull. So the way you push the market towards a new standard is either through FOMO or loss of market share. So we're gonna we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna get it. So um, I, li- I like that, Mister Ben. Yeah. It, 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 when you said that, it didn't surprise me at all. Just knowing you, that, uh, oh, that he's, you, he's, he's in Texas, of course. <laughs> this is how we think in Texas. Hey, well, what does that app of yours cost, son? Yeah. <laughs> well, T Boone Pickens of podcast. Yeah. You guys, you guys might remember that Alberto is like he's a world class app CTO. Like he has built several um, very like high functioning, high dollar apps, and we haven't even tapped into. His full uh, like uh, golf bag of of uh, of skill sets yet in our company, <laughs> and so we're going to unlock everything. It's just a matter of patiently. And Alberto has to pull the reins on me a little bit on this stuff. Now. There's your FOMO right there. You guys got this. You're sitting on bombs, man. Every other every other competitor should be worried now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move to Mexico and taking care of uh, the apps. Yeah, the yeah, apps. yeah. No. <laughs> hey, I'm good with that. Uh, sats from Mexico is the same sats. It's all good. So, Alberto, wish, yeah. do you want to talk about transcripts, multilingual? Just yeah. taking from, from from the question also of uh, of education, right? So it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a mix between uh, um, the adoption of chapters, transcript, and uh, and the podcast index 2.0 tags. Obviously, is a, a mix is directly correlated to the major apps or apps prominent podcast apps that support them for example uh, podverse uh, we met uh, mitch uh, last mm-hmm. uh, year mm-hmm. uh, in nashville and podverse great uh, podcasting 2.0 for example i listen podcasting 2.0 on podverse because i love the chapter i really love them mm-hmm. and uh, I, I you know so it's very it's very important on the one hand and on the other hand as you said adam it's education now there is a point regarding our user base uh, which is uh, that in the first couple of years of our company, due to the uh, the features we had at the time, you know, we built it from scratch. Uh, so we we were taking mostly the long tail of podcasters, so people that actually started from scratch. But more and more features, more and more with time passing, we added more and more features now, right? So mm-hmm. now we are in a position where we can we are creating contents in our blog. Even in our user interface, right? We 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 put a hyperlink to podcast index to the apps that support some of the tags, nice. right? So nice. that's the whole point. Like education goes uh, uh, in parallel with the number of features and the the target for which you cater your project, so and your product. So so we are in the uh, at this stage right now where we are starting to educate uh, on the podcasting 2.0 tags. Wow. Okay. You just blew me away. I have nothing to say. You're doing everything exactly the way I would do it. <laughs> that's that's impressive, man. Very very cool. I, w- I wish that we had. Um, I wish we had a radio like a like somebody like James who knows the current radio landscape, maybe in a world like a, a global basis. Because I wonder how much uh, in some in a place like Mexico, I wonder how much radio consumption there is versus podcast consumption. Oh, it's got to be off the hook. It's like it's like one. It's like ninety nine point nine percent radio. Yeah, yeah. But for that, sure. I mean, that's so our entry to these uh, large pod or radio conglomerates that uh, are going very well for us is these these are still kind of um uh let's see generational type uh companies mm-hmm. where they're not necessarily looking down the road more than uh 
two or three years. And so we're coming in, we're saying, guys, this isn't important to you now, but it will be in three or four years when this is the hottest thing since radio. So let's mm-hmm. get you involved now and let's let's start working together and, now. And, and, and I was I was thinking about this in the context of the live tag when I was hearing it, you know, I was reading some discussion about it. And I thought, wow, this actually kind of, you know, we, there's two companies, I guess, now have been purchased uh, by one by Spotify, one by a big radio uh, holding company. They uh, and mainly for how they handle the RSS feeds for radio shows within feeds. And I was thinking that, mm-hmm. you know, the live tag is a real differentiator for uh, radio station feeds where you can alert someone is, okay, this show is live or here's the quote unquote podcast, the replay. um, I don't know what, what do y'all think here? So since we've been building the live tag for for the last few months, the, the use case in my mind has been almost exactly this. I mean, we, I think we get into the trap of thinking about, okay, we're going to get with, with a live tag, we're going to get YouTubers, no. uh, who are going to start, you know, live broadcast or whatever. But Wait, if, really, if, if, if I may, mind, if I may, Dave, yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. Yeah, I, let's just, the genesis of the live tag. And I, this is what I was trying to figure out. How, do, how did we get from where we were all of a sudden to this big discussion about what it's supposed to be? And then when someone is out there saying, you know, uh, where it looks like we're, it was Mitch actually, we're telling podcasters how they should do it. I'm like, okay, we've clearly gone off the rails. In my mind, the genesis of the live tag was in combination with Boostergrams, similar to a super chat on YouTube. That's how I recall it coming to life. Was there something before that? Uh, Well, the live tag sort of existed before that, Mm -hmm. uh, before that discussion. And uh, it really... It really goes back to um, to Alex Gates and NA Tube because right. he wanted to he wanted to enable that feature on No Agenda Tube, but do it in an open standards way. Right, live streaming. Yeah, yeah. live streaming mm-hmm. because there's no equivalent to it. Um, there's no equivalent to something like that. That's this just on the distribute on so, the distribution side. So now, can I just yeah. cut straight to my conclusion? Then I'll shut up for the rest of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I just want to make sure we realize that we're thinking upside down. This is, it's not like, it's like, like you know, the result of all discussion I'm seeing is now your podcast app becomes a notification for your YouTube app or something like that. You're upside down. People who are streaming to Facebook and YouTube are have the option of also firing up an additional stream to NATube. That's how they do it. Um, I'm very, I talk to Mo about this all the time. He's very big into the streaming stuff and it's multiple streams. They do it either from OBS or they do it from uh, StreamYard, I think it is. And this, so instead of trying to give people another place where they can be notified about something they're doing on YouTube, give them the option, an additional place to stream to. That's how it should be viewed in my mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes yeah. But, that's well. That's the way I've been thinking yes. about it as okay. well. All right, but good. then, but then when Spotify, and this is why I brought up sort of uh, to ask uh, Ben and Alberto's about the radio part was that yes, that that is an option for existing sort of digital streamers, but then you also have this Spotify buying Wooshka 
in this entrance into like the podcasting platforms are trying to clearly get a foot in the door of radio. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's not a big leap to think that a app like Podverse can become a live streaming app yes. uh, for, for these radio stations as well. Yes. So, like I, I can, I can envision like a sort of a, um, a radio station out of Mexico city just having a podcast feed and it may have their old shows in it, but at the top of the feed, there's their current live stream going. Mm -hmm. And for that, I mean, you, or, or maybe you, you get alerted when the morning show starts or something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. special what guests. Do you think? What, yeah. What do you guys think about okay, that? I mean, so, do you think that's, that's yeah, something? let me jump in here. We, we do have some experience here. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll turn over to Alberto because I think he's probably more versed in this, but, we got approached by a, um, an online radio company down there and looked at it um, and ultimately decided not to um, invest or not to kind of further discussions. Um, mm -hmm. The reason we did that is it, there was not a lot of traction that they were able to accomplish. It was very niche and not growing. So from a business case, that particular um, that particular use was not necessarily where I would envision a live a live streaming tag going um, on the radio side. Um, just speaking from my side and I, I hope I don't really, you know, get you guys angry at me, but one of the benefits to podcasting for, I would say 80% of the people that use podcasting is that it's asynchronous. And the right. minute you introduce synchronicity to, uh, to podcasting, you almost out of necessity eliminate a lot of your listeners. Now, the interaction that you're able to get out of live uh, live streaming would probably supersede that, and then you can create a recording, et cetera, et cetera, and maybe get you know to some other model that makes sense for the listener. Uh, but I think it's going to be more of a very specific use case rather than the Wushka model, which is take this content which is delivered uh, in real time and then uh, reconfigure it, uh, you know, massage it a little bit so that it's more palatable to somebody listening asynchronously. Um, and I think that's the larger market. So for Mexico in particular, uh, live streaming, um, probably not going to be a function uh, that's going to get you a lot of users or usability um, as opposed to listening to the morning show at night, which is where I think a lot of a lot of that direction's going. There's um there's a third category which I belong to, which I've been doing for maybe eleven or twelve years. And that's where we do the show on a live stream and have a feedback mechanism, in this case uh, a chat, but I'm equally as happy with boostograms, uh, where that interaction has become a part of the show. And yeah. what we're seeing is there's just a segment of the audience that shows up, is just there. I mean, this has been done with uh, Twit had, has done this from day one. This is a very a, a very common category, which I think is the one that, to me personally, is the most interesting and does make sense because even the people who listen to the live stream, they often listen to the podcast again. Um, now, that's just from a, a separate category of podcasters' perspective, right. and and we have right. and we've grown a pretty big audience doing that. From uh, the radio broadcaster side, if I think that, again, I just look at it upside down. 
a unique opportunity to take someone from, hey, here's the the morning show, and you can listen to it whenever you want, to, you know, if you just want to listen to the station, um, right now at this moment, use the same app. Here's, a, you know, click just click here and you're good to go. Because eventually, all radio has to get rid of their infrastructure. So this is a transition to bringing radio into into app. You know, it's not exactly mm-hmm, podcasting. Mm-hmm. And then I think ultimately the expense of doing radio, you know, on a, a linear 24-hour time scale is too overbearing and it will all become podcast. So it, to me, it's a transition or, transitionary thing into live shows that benefit from having a quote-unquote studio audience who's just kind of always there. It's a minority of the people uh, it does not suck away from the podcast at all. In fact, we've only grown over time. That seems like you can meet in the middle because you you have you have sort of two you have two paradigms here. You have the radio paradigm, which is broadcast live only, essentially, and then you have the podcast paradigm, which is all time shifted uh, uh, to uh, asynchronous. To use Ben's word, you know, you have these two things in the middle, and then but then you have this middle ground where you have an, an a podcast like. No agenda or accidental tech or uh, coder radio Linux unplugged. There's many they, examples. There's more than you, when examples. you go down the list. There's a lot who are live streaming and audio stream. And so those are podcasters making taking the step into uh, towards the middle. Yes, they got one. They got one. They got the right foot in podcasting. Their left foot in live broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And then and neither, and they they have both. But then radio has has been doing radio has been doing that for a while. Like time shifting their shows as podcasts but they don't maintain the live in-app experience like whereas whereas a podcaster that goes live they have their time shifted podcast show up in the feed later but they but they still have an in-app live experience whereas radio their live is only on a broadcast medium and their podcast shows it so there's this disconnect there whereas like i'll just Explain like the vision I have is is in app. Let's just say in any podcast app, you you go and you say, okay, I want, I want to listen to this radio show, and you go you go to the radio show. Um, let's just say it's you know Z one hundred blah blah blah. Well, you you go to that podcast, and you see all of the previous shows just like a regular podcast that have finished for the day. And then at the top though, you have live, and you. If you want to listen live, you hit live and listen live. If you don't, you just consume it as a normal podcast. Is, but okay, you're, you've just helped me form the actual definition. In the context of how I've always used it, and many people use it successfully, and have been doing this for for decades almost, but certainly more than ten years. Live is for the live studio audience. It's not a mm. replacement. It, it is where people who are a part of the creation of the show, that's, that's what the live thing is for. Yeah. I've yeah. never, I, see, I've I never, see I, I do not see any world where uh, people transition from, you know, you add a live stream to your podcast and people stop downloading. Uh-uh. That's not how it happens. Those people become part of the show. Um, and whether you like it or not, because they'll be emailing you during the show, they'll be text messaging you, they'll be sending you shit on Telegram. It doesn't matter if you have a chat room or not. They're going to find ways to send messages back to you. That's my experience. And that's, yeah, that, that's the that part that, that the whole discussion is missed, is what exactly are we doing here? And it's, it's satisfying, I believe, and I think Dave, we're on the same page, 
a a new cat because I came from radio, remember? So this is how what I know to do. Now now we have this whole slew of very professional talent who are having to morph their entire skill set into a nonlinear system, which is very different because you're not rushed to hit the top of the hour or the commercial break or whatever it is. And now you have infinite ways to interact with the audience and you have the time to do it. And this, uh, to me, is is a has a very big future for the talent that's out there that's looking to differentiate themselves with a live studio audience. Yeah, it's like the wait, wait, don't tell me. Yes, and, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Very good example. Yeah, w- w- yeah, go, uh, Albertus, you're you're now an honorary member of the uh, live uh, subcommittee. Uh, yes, and so, where, uh, where decisions are made. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was li- I was listening and 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 I agree with the you know uh, with uh, the, the fact that uh, the, the formats are very different. So the way you 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 craft the content uh, it doesn't necessarily coincide. That's great for me. That's one level of the conversation. But if I step back and I take it from a different standpoint, just in terms of products and adoption, uh, what blew my mind when I saw live item was just one thing. I thought. If this is adopted, this is the only tag that if adopted, then is going to be tightly intertwining radio streams, live streams and podcasts. So podcast apps are going to support the radio streams. And so radio streaming apps are going to most likely. So the the step to support podcast is going to be shorter possibly. So and and this would contribute to the adoption of uh, uh, metadata from uh, uh, podcast podcasting 2.0 so that's how i saw it from the product perspective on the one hand there is the format the medium that's great absolutely but if i'm an agnostic to that and just think about adoptability i think this is a great opportunity to really intertwine and pair radio streams with podcasting and, and basically uh, reach a larger audience right and and do that at the protocol level Correct. And, and not anything else, because that I think that ultimately is the discussion uh, uh, on GitHub, and the discussion is, well, we should also just point to the the live page where someone is is streaming on YouTube. It's like that yeah, makes no yeah, sense well, to me. That's that's yeah. Not... I want to talk about that. Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. so some here was the idea, and part part of what um, is a problem here is that the live item was was up there for months. And nobody commented on it until it got until it got finalized, and now everybody has a flurry of, of comments, <laughs> which is uh, which is you know annoying. But but so I mean, some, here here's here's the way I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start first principles here and then build up. Some, the live item is semantically meant to be equivalent with an item. Period. That's that's what it is designed to be. It is it is the live equivalent of an item. So that may and it has to be it has to be valid a valid uh, data type. Yeah, yeah, for for an item, it needs to do it needs to function for live streams Mm -hmm. the same way that an item functions for episodes. Got it for podcast episodes. Got it. And one of the basic and so therefore default as is. It needs to be self-contained. That means it needs to deliver the content. Uh, the content needs to be delivered to the app, not the app just pointing to some other place right. to launch another app. Yeah, this is an, like, in, an ingest, just like you're ingesting an MP3 with show notes, with other right. other data. Okay. Right. We're, we're, build, we're building an, a, 
what podcasting 2.0 open source community is building is open decentralized <laughs> systems mm-hmm. built on RSS. We're not, we're not a trade group or a trade association for podcasters. We're not trying to make, we're not the IAB. We're not trying to make somehow make their, you know, products do specific things. We're, we're trying to build open systems that allow this stuff to, to function in a specific way. That sounds very cultish to me, Dave Jones. It does. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> tr- so the light as written, the live item, it, it does, it, it does the job it was designed to do, which is what I just laid out. It delivers content in the app for the That's app, for the app to, to render any way the app chooses. Yes. And so this is in it. That's and a you key, can look that's at a key it, different differentiator. You can look at it very, very similarly to, to the social, to comments, mm-hmm. to the social tag. The social tag by design is meant to render comments and, and discussions in the app. That's what we're, that's what we're building it for. We're, we're building it as a con, as a content delivery mechanism to the app. Um, which so far as, as, uh, in Podfriend works. At least the the yeah. the reception side, there's no interaction, but you can see, and there's a lot of interaction because I do it on No Agenda Social. Uh, and so it's cool. That's that's where we're at. That's the bottom line for it at the moment. Now, there's this discussion that has emerged that says, okay, that means, and I'm going to try to you know express the the pushback in a in a generous way that I think is is what people are trying to say, which is. That means that some podcaster has to go build an IceCast server or do some other infrastructure change, and that's that's a lot of work, and we want to meet them where they're at on YouTube or any of these other things. Okay, that's, that is a valid thing, and I totally understand it. That's not um, – that is a different thing to ask for. And so that – what is being asked for there – Is a notification system. Yeah, is we're asking it to do a new. We're asking Live Item to do a new job. We're asking it to deliver links to content in other apps and services. Um, now that that needs a different tag. That so the way that a Live Item exists right now is it exists as a notification to the app that there's live content available, and inside the Live Item. You have either enclosure or alternate enclosure, which notifies the app that here's where you can find the content to begin to to play in the app. If we want the live item, and I'm again, I'll say I'm fine with this. If we want the live item to also be able to deliver links to content on other apps and websites, we need a new tag, something like um, external or content link or external link, some other tag. That can also be put into the live item that is just a link, a semantically appropriate link to the content on the other app or platform. Mm-hmm. That's the proper way to do this. We, we right. That's want- like the equivalent of a funding tag, basically, just a link to mm-hmm. to wherever yeah, you, that you, would be. Yeah. You could make this same argument with social and with with the, with comments tag. You can say, okay, by design, this is meant to deliver activity pub. Or, or other, or matrix, or some other protocol wire level content to the app. Mm-hmm. But if we have this thing called, you know, whatever it might be, content link, or this other tag, 
We can also put that into the social tag and say, okay, here's a link to my Twitter thread. And then the app, if it wants to, chooses to honor this, it could launch Twitter. Um, but, but we don't want to build the social tag or the live item tag around the notion that, that this is going to be delivering links to other content because that's not what it is designed to do. It can be made to do that, but if we're going to make it do that, we need to do it the right way by giving it the correct semantically appropriate tag to go into it. One question, and then uh, uh, we'll see if our guests are still alive. Um, <laughs> that was very clear. Appreciate it. So how does this differ from, say, the media tag, if I was going to put a PDF in my as my enclosure, is that that doesn't have any description. It doesn't say anything about how it should be rendered. It's just a piece of media. It has the same metadata in the item, and then it's up to the app whether it knows how to, to render that or not, that particular media file. How is that different from the live tag? Is that purely the, the notification or the timestamps that's in there? Well, lot. The notion of something being live needs other needs other attributes that that okay that yeah the, I got it that I got it, it. Yeah. I got it okay. like start time I end time it. stat yeah and so the 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 idea here is that we can make this work but we don't we really really don't want to start shoving this stuff into th- something like the link tag it's just not it's not what it's meant for mm-hmm. uh, we want it we want to do this right and and. And in order to do it that way, there's a couple of things. We, we need to do it technically right, which which is going to require a new tag. Or, uh, excuse me, excuse me. And we also have to be cognizant of the fact that if we're looking at app adoption, and I want to get your opinion on this, uh, Alberto. If we're looking for app adoption here on all these tags, clearly we are. That's the whole point. If I tell an app like... Um, it, it, well, let me let me flesh this out a little bit further. If we we want adoption from all apps, we don't want podcasting 2.0 tags to just be adopted by uh, Podverse and and Podfriend and Castomatic and Curiocaster. We don't want that. We want these tags to be adopted by Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music. We want these all to be adopted across the entire podcast industry. Now, imagine. That you're that you are delivering links into a live in in live item, and you, and the podcaster puts in there, okay, here's my live item, and it's and it's just simply a link to Facebook. That is something that Apple Podcasts will never, they're <laughs> never going to just have a link there that launches Facebook for you out of their app. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, they'll put it behind a walled garden for only their own app. So in other words, if mm-hmm. if I had that tag and I was parsing it, I would say, okay, you've got to like pay extra for the Apple iTunes app to get this functionality for these podcasters. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it being adopted as kind of like a open source, uh, at least for on the big guys. I mean, I could be wrong and it would be nice if I were, but <laughs> well, one of the, one of the use case, one of the like example scenarios was, what about uh, Joe Rogan? What about if you're somebody who's going to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, but it's over here on Spotify, streaming live or whatever? Uh, I mean, app, 
Apple Podcasts is never going to launch the Spotify app for you so that you can listen to Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't link out. It's not. No, no. They'll never, they'll never adopt this. And so I don't know. There's a, te- there's a technical issue here that I think can be solved, if, and I think it can be solved very quickly by just having an external content tag that can be put in there. But then there's also this practical idea that I see this being a real adoption head uh, adoption, like just no go. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. What do you maybe mean? No go? What do you like, mean? I, no go. Like what, what I was just saying is, is if, is if we want these bigger apps to launch, to somehow launch, no, no, these we don't. Other apps, I, I, that's, I think, I think that's clear. No, no, I think yeah. it's clear. And I, and I, and I think that this is a great way to get the namespace adopted because I do think radio stations will say, Oh wait, we can get our stream in those apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, let's make sure we add uh, the namespace with that at least the live tag to uh, to our feeds. I would never expect. I would never. I would never expect an app to launch another app so that you can hear or see your content. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't Dave, expect that. You know. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. No, Dave. Here, I, I agree with you regarding semantics, uh, but I'm not so concerned because I think. That this is a matter of having uh, all hosting companies or the companies that produce the RSS feed aligned, yeah, yeah. so that you have the link uh, tag for for a link. So semantically speaking, it makes no sense in the live item tag. So that's what what I'm saying. It doesn't concern me if we all agree on following the the namespace. Uh, this cannot happen. I, I, I understand the conversation be on GitHub, but uh, uh, it makes a lot of sense to have a, to have a real live stream. URL there and not a website, for example, or a YouTube page. And uh, this is, must, must be enforced by the hosting companies. And then when there is a high adoption of a certain tag, bigger uh, companies and, and, or players like Spotify, they are going to start to notice and uh, hopefully they are going to start to implement them because it's simply because they have a higher adoption. You know, what, you, you know what's really cool is that we have no agenda stream and... Uh, so there's there must be at least fifteen live shows, and so now they can and they have, but they also have podcasts. So now they can all individually use the same URL, notify, hey, we're live at this point. I mean, this is this is if this could be really groundbreaking stuff. Where a couple of you know that's now you have the essence of a podcast network because they're literally connected by the same stream. There's a lot of this stuff that that I think is going to be very surprising once we get it in. And you're you right, think- and we we need that. Well, this has always been the thing. Hosting companies, we have uh, about four or five who are really implementing tags as they go, and as the demand from because everyone has slightly different users, or maybe wildly different users. Uh, and we're building. This is a slow a slow process. You know, I've, <laughs> I saw it in one It just takes time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did want to bring that up. Is that um. You know, the day-to-day on these things and what I was reading on the Mastodon, it's pretty easy to to lose kind of an, uh, a higher-level viewpoint of what you guys accomplished as a group. I mean, everybody on that Mastodon chat that I'm, that I'm reading, everybody has produced an amazing advancement for podcasting. And so yes. regardless of how the day-to-day goes on this particular tag at this particular time, kind of we should not let that get lost into the miraculous achievement that this is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, thank you. You know, you know I, 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 that's what I go back to. And that's why we love, um, you know, 
especially when the bat signal went out for <laughs> sad you know, puppy, more, sad puppy, more, more funding. <laughs> yeah. The sad yeah. puppy. We're happy. We're happy to, uh, to jump in because we, we, we have not lost sight of, of what everybody has contributed to doing. I mean, you know, I tell you this, Apple would not be hosting any content, any podcast content had the podcast index not come about. Now that you change, like that's a huge, you know, multi-trillion dollar company that changed their approach to this particular medium simply because that small piece jumped in. Was that a good or bad thing? I don't care. It's like a massive <laughs> improvement. Like it, yeah. It, yeah. it changed the, the landscape. And so I, I you know, uh, Alberto and I are, you know, we're we're in the same boat that the day to day can kind of uh, cloud the focus or cloud the the overall vision, yeah. but don't don't lose sight of what what's there and what everybody's done. Yeah, and I, and I don't think you know we've we've been me and Adam have both been part of multiple uh, open source projects in the past, and the the day to day flame wars come and go and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. And I've yeah. I, I have I have very thick skin. I mean, people can you know say, but it's also very healthy. This is this is very good. This is the shit you can't do in a corporate environment. You can't piss people off. You know, it doesn't work that way. And so I've always said that just looking at the productivity of the group, if you could even afford this group, um, because it's quite large, you would never get the productivity, never get the thinking. And in general, everyone's actually much more honest and courteous towards each other, even though we get flame wars and stuff. But it's a, it's really fantastic, and this format, I think, the Mastodon format has a lot to do with it because yeah. it's not it's not like an email list. It's not like you know, shit scrolls off, <laughs> and then you're like, ah, there's some other thing going on. Let me see what that is, and you lose interest, yeah. which is good. That's how it should be. It's done. It's in the timeline. You don't want to go back to it. Yeah. But I think I think in the ultimately, so I think we can I think we can absolutely deliver what's being asked for. Um, we just we just need to do it in a in a well thought out way and i don't think it will take long i think it's a very easy thing to implement as uh, so I, th- I do think we can do what's being asked for i just want to make sure that we don't do it and we don't try to like shoehorn something in in a goofy way also this is a very good um group effort and practice for comments because we yes. have similar problems with with the comments tag that we have here although i think it's much more complicated so getting through this as a group and and all agreeing and figuring it out, I think is going to be good for us. This will really help I, with the next steps. Yeah. I think comments, there's been, you know, a lot of questions about comments lately. I think it is, I continue to say it is the most difficult tag we're ever going to do yeah. as a group. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many moving parts. Yeah. The live Compared <laughs> to live item, it's way harder because then, I mean, look at, look at Daniel J. Lewis's post. He's like, here's the 15 things we need for comments. That's you're essentially rebuilding Twitter. I mean, it is really difficult. <laughs> hey, I, I, um, what I think ties this all together, and, and I really want to talk to Alberto and, and Ben about this, is um, a piece of technology that kind of dropped out of the bottom of Podcasting 2.0. And the more I look at it, the more beauty I see in it and how it can really tie everybody, big and small, together. And that's Podping. I mean, Podping is so powerful that I know that I could start a consulting business and I could build a database of a large portion, at least, of all active feeds. I know exactly when they're updating. Um, I could build a podcast app just using Podping, just using Podping, you know, and like a supplementary search. And, mm-hmm. and this, this notifier, I think, is so powerful 
uh, Alberto, how do you see this? I, I fully agree. And uh, I'm uh, very surprised that uh, Potting has uh, uh, not been, uh, uh, let's say, adopted yet by hosting companies, right? Uh, I believe I was speaking with Dave a few months ago. Dave, we mm. were talking about the uh, last update, right? Uh, in an RSS feed, the, mm-hmm. the last yes. update. And Potting solves so many problems at the same time. And uh, it can allow, for example, for the live stream to notify when a stream is uh, is starting, but also it can literally, uh, like a PubSub Hub, uh, send a ping on where, when, when, when anything in an RSS feed is yes. updated. So instead yes. of scraping, yes, so you I should, love that we have part. major companies scraping uh, our feeds uh, <laughs> tens of thousands of times per minute, right? So that will solve all the problems. So lo- long story short, uh, it should be mandatory if we could uh, have a law and, and also you, i would do that you know what and so let me just say this apple apple listen to me apple no one will know no one has any way of knowing <laughs> that if you use Podping, there's no technical way for anybody to know that you're doing it it's okay no one can narc on you that you're cheating with the open source guys do How it do we know they're not already do, do we don't we don't they might be do it do it everybody should be doing this alberto you're so right mandatory and it's yeah. a, it is a it is it is like the first kind of web3 blockchainy fucking sir brian of london chapeau bar my hat's off to you because what it's just right. a beautiful beautiful piece of technology that can live forever and it truly can be the backbone of podcasting which yeah, well, no I mean, one owns any large company any large company with any sort of environmental initiatives in their right in their, they should be doing this <laughs> yes their, yeah they should be doing this should we need an esg pitch meeting. yeah we need an esg pitch on this like hey yeah, this is this is ESG. This is, yeah Taylor, you can imp- yeah. i think you can make a case that you can improve your esg score by not scraping ten thousand yeah. times a minute yeah. it's just wasted resources you yeah, know yeah. correct this is ESG made. Plus, there is the added value in the morning drinking a coffee while watching. Oh, that's the sexiest thing (laughs) ever. I do it too. Like, boom, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, that's an interesting podcast. Yeah. On the Podping front, Alex. That's podping.watch, everybody. Podping.watch if you want to see that. Alex and Brian are currently hard at work. I'm saying they're, they're, they're merging pull requests like, like mad. They're, they are upgrading uh, Podping to the next. Iteration uh, cool. that will support uh, reason codes, and so uh, what does that in mean? The fu- in the future, you'll be able to. Right now, all you get is uh, feed URL. Something ha- you know that it changed. In the future, you're gonna see, you're gonna know what changed or why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're gonna say, oh it, oh what a, element changed? Yeah, or not necessarily what element, but what but why did it change? So you're just gonna there's gonna be like a for, well live. You know this this feed just went live. Ah, or, oh, um, and where does yeah, it where or, is it where does it drag that data from? Just by knowing what's happening, or because something yeah. is added, or whatever the input is. So if you had a you know if you're if you have a live stream mm-hmm. and then you can send along that that reason code with it. And say, okay, now the status, the live status has changed. For people well, wanting to uh, to investigate, where is there a GitHub? Is there a spot for the uh, for the pod ping? Uh, there is, but I'll have to put it in the uh, show notes because it's too long to okay. read out. Um, there's this there's this other 
and I don't know where we are time wise, but there's, you know, something else happened is I deleted a whole bunch of anchor feeds or not deleted, but, but marked them, put them in the graveyard in the graveyard. (laughs) Yes. I tombstoned them. And this would be interesting to ask from a hosting company perspective. So here, here's what I I ended up eliminating from the index, 296,000 feeds. (coughs) These feeds, the criteria was they have two episodes or less. And the total con the total length of the enclosure within any episode was less than three minutes long. So if it met those criteria, um, if nothing, if basically if it if they had no more than three minutes of content and less than three episodes, it was removed. Um, was there a date th- on that, Dave? I mean, did you? Oh yes, you're right. Yes, also, yeah, also a date. Yes. Um, if it had not been updated in a, if there's no new items published in a year, um, uh, so so two minute two uh, two episodes or less, less than three minutes, not updated in a year, and also the last piece. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, no iTunes ID. Yeah. So, so Dave, if it you, met all of those criteria. Yeah, I mean those criteria, Dave. You basically uh, are very aligned with the uh, internal quality filter we used to have, which was like a decision tree. And it was very similar. Uh, when I say quality filter, it means that uh, when we submit a show or in our community, for example, we have a community page where we uh, showcase uh, our, our podcasts and our users and our, and uh, we always have a, we, at the beginning we had a mix of uh, duration, number of episodes, right? And then we started to add a bit of uh, machine learning in order to make sure that uh, that uh, that uh, we could capture also the sh- those short episodes uh, uh, that uh, uh, actually were quality episodes, but the format was very very. There was a big delta between the format, uh, uh, the average format, and those formats, which are very little. But the long story short is that you did very well to remove those feeds because ninety nine percent of the times. They are not quality feeds. They actually are not shows. Most of the times, I guess, they are tests. Yes, that's okay. So that I'm glad to hear you say that because the, I was thinking about this. I gave, I had a lot of time to think about sort of the pra- the technical practical side of this and the philosophical side of this because this is not really this is not really a trying to purge based on content. It's not what the it's not you're not purging on what it's about you're purging on whether or not it meets a minimum level of listenability like is is this content what there there's the okay so there's the question of the technical definition of what is a podcast okay well it's a it's an rss feed that references you know con uh, an audio content or video content but then there's the the philosophical question of what a podcast is and that question is it's it has to meet a certain it has to have a certain level of of listenable listenability or or content in it that people would recognize as something as some sort of communication that is <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, i mean yeah, li- yeah. literally i could pay for i could, i could play for y'all dozens and dozens of things where it's just some dude saying hey hey <laughs> all right and that's it it's the only thing so i, I don't want to get into these, uh, what I'm trying to say is it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I'm getting rid of these 300,000 fees did not seem like editorializing to me. 
it seemed like a clean, like a technical cleanup exercise. Yeah, exactly. The way I see, I see it, uh, Dave, is uh, like a spam, right? So you, yes, this approach, yes. you probably capture ninety nine point five percent of the non quality, non real podcasts, non real shows. Then there are some false positives, but this is similar to what happened, especially at the very beginning with spam filters, right? Where you have to train them and you improve your your approach. Let's say that your approach is very manual, which is perfect because it captured most of the distribution, let's say, of shows that don't fit the, those criteria. But uh, mm-hmm. but that's a start. So I wouldn't see it as editorial. Uh, we had the same uh, conundrum, you know, do we delete them? Do we? What, what, what are we going to do? Some of them were paying. And we had to like, we had basically cancel the subscription no. <laughs> because what, what are we going to do? So, so yeah, that's yeah. very that's an interesting philosophical problem, but I, I, I like see the it idea, as a technical uh, approach. Yeah, I like the idea Alberto's offering there, Dave, is, is not, first of all, if you don't qualify it as, if you don't call it a dead show, if you call it, you know, technical spam, spam. or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, spam <laughs> and you're doing a technical cleanup. And really, you know, at some point people should be able to, you know, claim their feed, go in and mark it as not spam. Well, yeah. And well, there's, and there's this, this notion of, sure, we want to have all of the podcast feeds in the, in the world. We want that. But at the same time, there's, there are practical limits. I mean, sure. We can't just, we couldn't have like, let's just say 40 million podcasts. Now you tell me, what do you mean? We can't scale to that? (laughs) What are you talking about? Yes, we can. Don't ever say we can't. Okay. Okay. We can't do that right now. Okay. okay. This, this is today. Uh, and so, and I limited this to only Anchor because um, I think Anchor is uniquely positioned, technically speaking, to create, to be a conduit for this sort of podcast spam mm-hmm. because of what they are and how they function. This idea yeah. that you can just launch it from your phone talk into your phone and you've got a podcast. I partially agree. Uh, sorry for, for interrupting, but I partially agree because, for example, we okay. do have the free first episode. So all features, everything, you just sign up, no credit card. And when we launched that, we had this, we could see and observe that kind of conduct. But what we did was building a, a, a basically we have a spam engine. This is not the quality filter. It's an engine that is based mostly on the description, on the presence of the cover. But we have some machine learning there. We have training there and we train from our internal CRM, whether uh, the spam is correct or not. And it mm-hmm. works for 98% uh, uh, accuracy region under the curve, which means it's a good system. We actually have very little false positive. So this could be prevented by, by Anchor if they wanted. Also, imagine the improvement in the ESG score if we didn't have stupid machines pinging stupid shows 10,000 times a minute. It's waste. It's, it's, it's warming the earth. What do they call that thing that you get with a 401k or like a, like a um, mutual fund, a prospectus? We need to develop a prospectus <laughs> yes. for the ESG. Yes. Pro, uh, there, as someone out there is an ESG litigant because that's what it all is. <laughs> Someone's a lawyer and you need to, uh, someone needs to sue uh, Apple and Spotify over this uh, horrible uh, uh, earth uh, warming practice. Uh, uh, I'm, it's hard to breathe. There's so much CO2, Apple. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, I, I mean, 
I know I know it's humorous, <laughs> but there is there is some logical business sense behind doing this. It's it's not throwing money away. Um, you know, the ESG uh, the ESG angle is a good one, I think, um, because we all want to be wise stewards. But at the same time, there's money being thrown away when they're running yeah. a million servers out there pulling RSS feeds, and then the hosts in kind have to have a million servers answering RSS feeds. Um, yeah. you know, I can tell a, you, I can tell you from what you're like, the, what you're describing is completely accurate, Ben, because most you, you take a guy like Marco who has spent years developing, uh, his algorithm, his feed checking algorithms and, uh, to where he can minimize his server usage because every dollar counts for his setup. Yeah. But then you have a company like Apple or some uh, other uh, company who just has so much money. Their answer to that is not um, is not uh, optimize the algorithm. Their answer is throw twelve more servers at it. But also uh, look at the, the waste Facebook is producing with these you know five twelve k downloads on. No on god, every that's horrible. Time. I mean these these <laughs> these are ESG score lowering maneuvers. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, good. Point. That's horrible. Um, Should we thank we got, some people, or do we? Because uh, yeah. we're we're running at one hour sixteen. Man, these guys are too much fun listening to you talk, Dave. <laughs> um, okay, so practical question. I mean, we've got like a million uh, donation things to read. Do y'all want to stick around? Or yeah, we love sticking around. This is my favorite part okay. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, all right. So and b- big uh, up to uh, as I said, Booberry and uh, Chad Farrow for. Uh, Boost, uh, boostagramming during the show. Well done, well done. Yeah, we missed last week, so we got we've got like an extra week of uh, of things right here. With uh, now, this is going to be interesting. Uh, right off the bat, this is two hundred seventy dollars and sixty four cents from the uh, from the guys at AntennaPod. Whoa, that project. Shot caller, twenty inch blades on the Impala. Big baller. Yeah, uh, it's okay. So he he asked me. To have you, since he, he's Dutch, he wants you to pronounce his name. Okay. Koen uh, Glutzbach. Okay. K-O-E-N, yeah. G-L-O-T-Z-B-A-C-H. Oh, that's, is he German? Is it, that doesn't sound Dutch. It's Kuhn. Kuhn is very Dutch. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Glotzbach. Okay. Kuhn Glotzbach. <laughs> Kotsak. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just... What you said sounded like barf bag in Dutch. It was very funny. <laughs> Kuhn barf bag, everybody. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm sorry for insulting the guy that just gave us $270. Uh, okay. And so the, he says the Antenna Pod community decided to donate 250 euros for the podcast index. Wow, Thank you for your service. That is so cool. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, Tenopod, yes, they're a default install on a lot of uh, a lot of different systems. Yeah, they, they uh, yeah, they've they've really been pushing uh, podcasting two point and then in the index, they've they've yeah, been a real that. a real that. good group. Yeah, um, Franco Solerio from Castmatic, he uh, gave us a hundred dollars. Whoa! And he says, uh, "Thank you guys for revolutionizing media time and time again." Thank you, thank you, thank you, Franco. Oh, hey, Franco's such a good guy. Um, okay, uh, Kevin Merritt, he sent us, this is not a, a monetary donation. He, he bought, he bought for us or he, he won the bid for the dot podcast index domain, uh, top level domain on handshake. 
know what Handshake is? Yeah, this is very interesting. Um, Handshake, so it's a, a blockchain-based uh, domain name system. So once okay. you have it and you, you still have to pay some kind of ongoing little fee into the, into the, into the chain to maintain it. Um, it's, it's like all other alternative DNS systems. You either are going to have to uh, modify your DNS settings, which of course centralizes it, or there's some kind of uh, app that you'll have to run alongside of it. And that community, what the community is doing is that it's there in essence, they are giving away shit coins. And I, I don't mean to degrade the, what they're trying to do, but this is, it's tokenized. So this is like, it's almost like a, a stealth ICO. So I, I've received the, all of the Adam Curry and No Agenda uh, domain names, and it's all tied into um, uh, ERC-20 blockchain. So, you know, somehow that's going to be value. I mean, I can just see it coming down Broadway, but they're they're out there spreading uh, these names, which are, uh, in essence, altcoins masked. And I'm not against it. I'm ex- I've accepted the ones or I'm about to accept the ones mm-hmm. that, that we've received. Um, and that's the current value. And I'm sure they'll go up in value. And it's it's like it's kind of NFT in a way. Oh, OK. Yeah. So, well, he gave he gave us he gifted us dot podcast index and I set mm-hmm. up a an account and accepted the gift. Oh, and great. It looked like it. Thank you. Yeah, he bid. He looked like he bid about 40 bucks for it. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm telling I you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like an NFT, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it's well, it's I, done in a very interesting way. But uh, whenever I say that, people get, no, no, man, we really want to have an alternative uh, DNS system. Sure. Yeah, I want that too. Yeah. Ah, definitely. Uh, you know, make, make it easy for everybody and we're in business. And the, as you see that with the .eth domains too. So. Yep, 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 yep. Um, well, thank you, Kevin. Uh, let's see. Sammy Minkinen uh, sent us $20.22. Thank you, Sammy. And he says, uh, Happy New Year. Keep up the great work, Sir Sammy. Thank you, yeah, Sir Sammy. Um, let's see. Uh, $20 from... This is our, these are all PayPal donations. $20 from Christopher Valerio Gajardo. G, uh, ben, am I saying that right? G-A-J-A-R-D-O. Gajardo. Gajardo. Come on, oh, okay. Dave. Jeez. Gajardo. I'm just... I'm from Alabama, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm in Texas. Guiardo. Yes. Uh, he, he gave us $20. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, let's see. Samuel Thorpe uh, gave us uh, $15. Uh, Samuel S. Thorpe. Uh, no note on that. Oh, wait. Well, no, no, no. There's a note. I take it back. He just says, uh, a little value for value. Thank you to Adam for pointing me in the right direction to get started making my podcast 2.0. Uh, FR Samuel. Oh. Podcasts are cool. Oh, hey, by the way, I've got a new ISO, a new boost ISO. Oh, yeah, wait. Uh, uh, is it this one? Don't just stand there. Boost! Yeah. <laughs> boost! <laughs> you may have to jack up the volume. I didn't I didn't normalize it. Uh, let's see. Francesco, Francesco Massi Merlino uh, gave us $10. Uh, no note on that. Thank you, Francesco. I guess Francesco is a boy and Francesca is a girl. Is that typically how it is? Sounds about right. Okay. Correct. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, the, the resident linguists are uh, fact-checking us in real <laughs> That's time. That's right. Here. That's right. Uh, Raymond Lind gave us $5. Uh, no note. Thank you. Thank you, Raymond. And, uh, and the, be- the best name I've seen in a while. 
J. Robert Appleby Jr. gets five dollars. <laughs> nice. That's our. Uh, Thank you so very much. PayPal, PayPal donors. Fiat fund coupons. Very nice. Got some uh, booster grams here. Uh, okay, 1,948 sats from Brian of London. Ah. He says, uh, Happy New Year's and have a great show. Thank you for everything so far. Here's your cue to boost. You know you want to. Sorry. Didn't mean to step and that on came you. from No, that came from Fountain. Oh, Dreb Scott. <laughs> 100,000 sats. Whoa. Whoa. Boost. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> That's Mexican radio. That's right. That that's a, yeah, that's exactly. Boost. <laughs> Curio, Boost. That came through CurioCaster and he says, go podcasting. Yeah. Go podcasting. Oops. Boost. No, he's just- oh, we just got a real time boostagram from, uh, let's see who did that. Um, no, that was for no agenda. Ah. Stuff's firing off all over the place. Yeah. Over there. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, the, here's, uh, here's 10,000 sats from Dreb Scott. No, during the show? During the show, just came in, and he says, go podcasting, booze. Go podcasting! Booze! Yeah. All right, we got to... See, this is why we got to do this live. Okay. Um, okay, Chad Farrow gave us 333 sats through Fountain, and he just says, first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you were you were first in... Uh, you were first of the Chad Farrows. Let's see, Drev Scott, again, 50,000 sats. Holy crap. The Bruce Wayne of podcasting 2.0, ladies and gentlemen. We have no idea where he gets his money from, but we think he's inherited it from the uh, from maybe from his Rockefeller lineage. Oh yeah, he's uh, the Roth. He's a Rothschild. Rothschild, he's, probably yeah. Warburg made Dreb Warburg. That sounds that sounds pretty good. Uh, through Pod Friend, fifty thousand sassy says go podcasting. Yes, uh, of course we go podcasting for go you. Go podcasting. Let's see. Oh. This is this is Alex Gates. You can always tell it's Alex because he spells his name A L E C K S. Yeah, yeah. Sir Alex Gates. He's sent us five thousand sats through the Breeze app. He says, "Try a different font to render unknown Unicode characters." Okay. And did they come I, through? Uh, no. He's he's telling me to try a different font oh, in my browser. Yeah, because they always get screwed up. Oh, yeah. okay. Good idea. I will do that. Thank you, Sir Alex. Um, oh, here we go. Kyron Down gave us 69.69 sats for this episode 69. Oh, Boost! episode donation. Nice one. Uh, that's through Fountain. He said, I had to laugh at Juan's clip of his shit shamble NFT experiences. <laughs> it's, a wild, it's a wild world out there, not for the faint of heart. That was I'm personally more of a fan of NFTs with utility, i.e. as a replacement for TikTok, I guess, or Ticketek. T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-C-T-I-
Um, let's see. Oh, Abel Kirby gave us 5,000 sats, the Curio Caster, and he says, boost for AG. Happy New Year. Boost! Thank you. Who's AG? Alex Gates. Boost to Grant. Oh, nice. Uh, here we go. Oh, 5,000 sats from Cotton Gin. And he just says, Happy New Year. Happy, well, Happy New, New Year. Year to you, Happy Cotton Gin. Happy New Year. Uh, Brian Mozzie sent us 37,500 sats. Nice. And he, he says, pew, pew, happy new year boost. This brings me to over 200,000 sats. Marker for that elusive t-shirt. <laughs> oh, t-shirt yes. shirt is elusive. He's, yes. Pew. Yeah, he's on, no, in line. Uh, we need, um, we need ben, uh, ben, we need your wife to make us t-shirts because she evidently can make them and we have no oh, yeah. ability to make t-shirts anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, she has me setting up a craft room for her, so I'll just... Really? Oh, she... <laughs> She's she's got all sorts of equipment, uh, a laser printer now that does T-shirts. And, wow, and cool! Effusion. I don't know. She's got all sorts of crazy stuff. She loves it. How many can she produce a day? It's <laughs> <laughs> got well, a little sweatshop going on. Shop. Yeah, when she, when she has the kids going, I mean, she, she literally <laughs> has kids. She, she had the kids in there making their cousin uh, cousin camp Christmas T-shirts. They're, all I, they're sweaty and rags <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Mama's got us working in the in the in the sweatshop. Nice. <laughs> Mom yeah. said we could have supper tonight if we get out twenty-seven T-shirts each. <laughs> but I, I, after after the app, we are going to buy a T-shirt factory actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of our yeah. merch. Yeah, yeah, we have merch. That's everywhere. right. Come, come to come to rss.com. Yeah, we'll we'll hook you up. We'll even do your merch. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're starting a trust. You know, yeah. like the J.P. Morgan trust. You can buy up every every industry. Okay, here's, we got some wireless electricity for you too. Like we yeah. do everything oh, yeah. over here. Nice. Yeah. And and we're a political party. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, Brian. Twenty twenty three. Uh, yeah. Let's see. 20, let's see. Two thousand. Ducks. Two thousand two hundred twenty-two oh, sats I have, from I have, a, I have a new one for that. <laughs> what? Where did you get that from? <laughs> That's good. Uh, gosh, I wish I remember who sent it to us. That's nice. Oh, I like it. But it's, uh, yeah, it's the duck. It's the duck hunt boost. It's your row oh, of ducks. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Duck yeah, listen hunt. again. Yeah, get. <laughs> That is beautiful. <laughs> Old school eight bit baby. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pitar says, uh, "Get well soon, Tiny Dave." <laughs> <laughs> boost, boost, boost. <laughs> I will, Pitar. Thank you. <laughs> I've got my crutches right here. Um, Link- okay, Lincoln sent us eighteen thousand sats through Podfriend. He says, "My monthly donation." Oh, nice. Did man. not go through. Oh, he says, "My monthly donation did not go through." So here's a boost to make up for it. Antennapod is looking for help to add streaming payments. So if you have experience with Java and Android development, Ooh. hit them up. Go podcasting. Nice. Go podcasting. booster. Cool. Nice. Oh, let someone be willing to help with that. That's cool. Uh, yeah, he posted that on Twitter and started this huma. Oh, it was hilarious. A huge threat. It was, no, no, it was like, hey, we're antenna pods looking for help to implement value for value streaming sats or whatever. And the, like, there was like an immediate twenty people replying, "You're boiling the ocean. You're killing the earth." Nah. And it's like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, what? Because right. of Bitcoin? Yeah, because of Bitcoin. <laughs> Go talk um, to Apple. They're the ones boiling the earth. 
Yeah. Those feed, B- feed suckers, feed pollers. John's BRT gave us 49.49 sats through Fountain. He says, uh, just sent Dergigi a matching boost. Oh, that was nice. Oh, cool. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see. 21. Oh, Rush Boost. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is Harry Pilgrim. Couldn't resist the trifecta of Dame Jennifer, JCD, and the Keeper reminding me to boost. Okay, let's see if I can do that. Here's your cue to boost. You know you want to. Boost, boost, boost. Boost. There we go. I think that qualifies. <laughs> uh, Aaron at Selenomics. He sent a thousand sats through CurioCaster, and he just says, he says, just because I can. Boost. Nice. Boost. Boost back at you, brother. Boost. 1,111 sats through Breeze. This is anonymous, and it just says JCD boost plus a Fauci boost. Boost, boost, boost. Boost. Your wish is my command. If you're, <laughs> you want to get in on this action, people, get a modern podcast app at newpodcastapps.com. Mike Caden over at Red Circle sent us a row of ducks, 2222 Ooh. through CurioCaster. <laughs> I like that. It says, first Red Circle boost, go podcasting. Yes, you Thank got you. it. Go podcasting! Thanks, Mike. Cymac uh, sent us 500 sats through Fountain. Oh, this is Paul Saltzman. Says uh, Saltzman boosting for the Dvorak boost jingle. Oh, geez. Well, we're going to do that. Yeah, huh? boost, yeah, boost. <laughs> yeah it's popular. Um, no, this is this is truly anonymous. It just says uh, BTC pay on Umbral can do donations. Five, five, five sets. Mm-hmm. So what is that? What, is, what are they saying? Um, they, well, there's a number of apps that you can do. Um, Donations. Uh, that's the tally coin as well. That's also on Umbral, where you can oh, you just have a okay. QR code for either BTC or Lightning. Okay, I see. As a receiver, okay, yeah, that, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, it, I got. Oh, Kyron came back in with eleven hundred twenty-three sats. The CurioCaster, and he says, "Oh, I got my shout-out name wrong. It's Esto Espot. This is Spanish, I guess. <laughs> Esto es Podcast Two Point Without the ing, is that is this is e s t o, then e s, then podcasting two point Yeah, that's Spanish. Okay, pronounce that for me. Esto es podcast two point Okay, uh, what does it mean though? <laughs> it, oh, it means this is podcast two point Oh, okay, all right. This Thank concludes. You, Lesson number one: Spanish for <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> Kyron speaks fluent Spanish as well. Um, oh, he, cool. he does a he does a podcast where he does book reviews of like classic literature, but in Spanish. Nice. Uh, as a te- I think it's a teaching tool to help people. As learn if Spanish. that punk wasn't impressive enough, now he does that Seriously. shit too. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. Wow. Oh, Dave Jackson, uh, School of Podcasting, came in with a row of ducks. Nice. Uh-huh. Through Fountain. <laughs> Um, he says, ducks, it's what's for dinner. Cass <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Peeland says, uh, is that, do I have the accent? Yeah, right? perfect. Cass yeah, I nailed it. Okay. Nailed, it. nailed it. Yeah, just like I nailed that other, the one before. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, Cone, with Cone Barf Bag or whatever. 3,300 <laughs> sets through Fountain. And he says, thanks. Well, you're welcome, Cass. Yeah, thank uh, you. 
up 33,000 sats through Fountain, and this is from Harry Duran. Uh, my goal is to let as many people know about the beauty of value for value. So grateful for what you're both doing. Super early days, but the potential is there. Thank Harry you. Duran, podcast junkies. Pew, pew. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Boost. He just, uh, he's out there just promoting it. What I'm so show. happy about though, is, you know, we just said to everybody, Hey, it's nice. We're reading your notes, but you know, your numbers are low and we're, we're starting to slip in the balance sheet and everyone's corrected that. I love that. Really yeah, appreciate it. These big, yeah. these big boost numbers are showing the power. Well, th- this is a huge row of ducks. I mean, this is like a this qualifies as a line of ducks. I think this Ooh. is twenty two two twenty two. Wow! From from Ky- again from Kyron through CurioCaster. Uh, he's a high roller. He says, uh, "I missed my regular boost last week, so here's a make good. The more you know, there's a podcast. <laughs> let's see, there's a podcaster from the Dominican Republic called Robert Sasu- Sasuke." who has been diving deep into podcasting 2.0. He even changed his podcast name to Esto as Podcasting 2.0. Oh, okay. So ah, this was, there we you got go. him out of order then. There, there you go. Okay. Uh, now and now we understand. And he says translation equals this is Podcasting 2.0. See? <laughs> totally got him out of order. He's been providing lots of great informational videos in Spanish, uh, explaining everything from value for value oh, to cool. doing tutorials on Mastodon. Videos on Hive, Three Speak, and self hosting on Castapod. Just wanted to give a shout out to our Latino friends who know what's up. Send me out with some quacks, please. Yes. What is boost awesome. in Spanish? El busto? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how. Alberto, how would you say boost? Uh, there's not a direct translation that comes to my mind. Maybe push, like a em, em, empujar or, or donar. Oh, yeah. It would be donate. Yeah. It would be donar. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you, what is a booster rocket in Spanish? You know, uh, like Elon has on his uh, spaceships, a booster rocket. It's a cohete. 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 Canard cohete. We need go. Uh, we need Kyle. We need Kyle Ebert to uh, give us a cohete. Yeah. Um, what's what is it in Dutch? What's boost in Dutch? And um, boost. Een <laughs> boost. Hey, geef mij even een boost. Hey, boost me even. Oké, okay, ik boost je straks wel. Boost. Ja, yeah, I just did all okay. like did a whole conversation between two podcasters. Um, that's why you're that's why you're professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty. Let's see. Yeah, that was twenty two twenty from Kyron. Thank you, Kyron. Uh, donation. Let's see. Twelve thousand five hundred sats from Brian Mozzie. Nice. Again, this is two weeks of sats, and he just says boost. Yo, gotcha. Boost. Uh, forty nine, forty nine sats from John's BRT, and he says, uh, "Excellent interview uh, from the Pod Guru on Linux Unplugged." Like it's Pod Sage, Pod Sage, yeah. Not Pod Get Pod it Guru, right, but man. I will accept it, <laughs> but I will accept these these sats on behalf of the Pod Guru. <laughs> Thank you, John's BRT. Uh, oh, twenty five thousand sats from Cauldron. I haven't seen this name before. K U L D R I N. Through Fountains, 25,000 sats. He says, Podfather and Podsage, thank you for podcasting in the evolution of 2.0. I've been podcasting since NKV 2016. What is that? NKV. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, I fr- when I first read that, I thought it was New King James Version. <laughs> That's the Bible. <laughs> no. I've been podcasting since NKV 2016 and rescued hundreds of people from abuse in this post-Fifty Shades era with my podcast, Cauldron's Crypt. A BDSM 101 podcast. <laughs> Yay! And now yes. we're talking. Yeah, boost okay. this. Boost! 
if this if this never would have been invented, my message of safe, sane, consensual, and informed adult relationships wouldn't have reached so many. Uh, Thank you. Boost. Yeah. Excellent. Boost. We serve all communities. All communities. Um, let's see. 502,377 what? sats what? from Dreb Scott. Holy crap. <laughs> he gets a Baller. big baller. Shot caller, 20-inch blades on the Impala. Okay, he needs his own jingle now. Okay, we have to have a leaderboard now. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Dreb, uh, okay, 502-377. His message is topping Aerostatica's record boost by one sat. Ah. Happy New Year. <laughs> Go podcasting. Damn, thank you, Dreb. Oh, man. Go podcasting! You, know, you might as well start a hosting company with this level of support, Dreb. or join uh, one or join one yeah there you go well he's got the you know he's got the the chapter service he's doing he must be doing eight or nine different podcasts he's doing chapters for him and he's just taking a split from the value uh, from the value block and apparently sending it right back to us yeah i'm going to begin to refer to him uh as high roller drep scott (laughs) or independently wealthy drep scott Nice. Uh, I think the independently wealthy Drev Scott. Yes. I don't know, the Bruce Wayne of podcast. Uh, podcast Wayne of, uh, okay, still kind of works for me. That's that's a better one. Let's do Bruce Wayne of podcast. Uh, comic strip blogger, 10,033 sats. He says, uh, greetings to Dave Jones and AC. Feel free to listen to our podcast about artificial intelligence entitled AI.cooking. Read by former BBC actor Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent, UK. Oh. And to glance at cartoons doodled by me at comicstripblog.com. Yo! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> that was Thanks, a better CSB. note. Thank you, CSB. Yeah, I know. I told him to integrate it all into one. Yeah, he's yes, doing yes. much better on that. Thank you. Uh, and let's see. We got, no, we got two more. We got Nomad Joe gave us a thousand sats through Fountain. He says, for a great new year in podcasting. Yeah. Thank you. I hope it will be. Uh, and, oh, Mike Newman through Breeze says uh a monthly boost i hear 14s are big this week so i'm going all in with them and he gave us one four one four one four whoa 1, 000, four, nice one hundred forty one thousand four hundred fourteen sets this is nice thank uh, you ah uh, this is a right. we should uh we should skip a show more often <laughs> gives a person hope <laughs> just double we're going you know? to uh <laughs> bi- bi-weekly uh, uh donation see paypal oh wait chad farrow i left out of paypal i'm sorry chad farrow started a new subscription for twenty dollars and 22 cents oh, thank beautiful. you chad beautiful yeah somebody else dropped off a t- they they canceled their 20 and then like immediately like with it like the next day chad farrow got a 20 so we we balanced out oh there. cool cool all right yeah, so you, so the balance sheet is okay this week we're good yeah we're good um eric, eric can uh can stop drinking uh, stop drinking the Milanta. Ever clear. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we got some monthlies. Uh, Scott Jalbert gave us uh, $12. Uh, these are the monthly uh, subscribers. Mark Graham gave us a dollar. Uh, David Metis, $10. Joseph Maraca, $5. Uh, BJ Kozelski, a dollar. No, I'm sorry. BZ Kozelski, a dollar. Uh, Jeremy New, $5. Cameron Rose, $25. Uh, Podverse, $50. Uh, Lauren Ball, $24.20. Mitch Downey, $10. Christopher Charabarak, $10. Terry Keller, $5. Jeremy Cavanaugh, $10. Jeffrey Rutherford, 
five dollars. Uh, Sir Alex Gates, the podcasting 2.0 consultant, gave us twenty-five dollars. Uh, Chris Cowan, five dollars. Paul Saltzman, twenty-two twenty-two. Row of ducks. Uh, sort. Uh, might Miller. as well do it. Just might as well do it. I'm just into my ducks today. <laughs> oh, that's that's a foul though. It's not a boost. Oh, it's not a boost. Oh, I take it back. No, sorry. That's a monthly duck. Yeah. Uh, Sean Muller gave us ten dollars. Derek J. Visker gave us $21. Uh, Damon Kasajak, $15. David Norman, the ever-missing, yes. gave us $25. And Jeremy Gerrits gave us $5. And that's our group. Wow, Big great, group. great group, everybody. Thank you so much. Go to podcastindex.org, scroll down to the bottom. There's a donate button for your fiat fund coupons uh, that we uh, gladly accept through PayPal. We convert it into Bitcoin eventually anyway, put it on the node for liquidity for the hundreds of channels we have opened. We have our own microcosm. Check that out at gopodcasting.org if you want to be blown away. And uh, and of course, thanks everybody who's uh, come to us uh, through a modern podcast app at newpodcastapps.com or podcastindex.org slash apps. And we need we need a leaderboard for real because we need to enshrine uh, things like Aristatica and, well, and Dreb Scott's epic boost battle. We have it and, in the database. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can pump it out. Pump, pump it hey, hey, Dave, pump it out, baby. Pump it out. Pump it that's out. That's what I do. Yeah, that's, that's right. That is what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alberto and Ben, gentlemen, is there some stuff that we miss that you'd like to talk about? Is there anything we can do? Can we change something? Can we? Uh, just to wash your car. I don't know. Anything we can do. <laughs> hey, let's let's do the the Texas uh, meetup one of these days, not too far from. Yeah, now. I want to do it when we can get Dave out here, which is after oh, that's after, after the the shitty uh, tax season, or if I can find him a better job before then. Well, <laughs> which man, I'm always a, looking a few for more, a few more days of boost, like you guys got today. And, uh, <laughs> Seriously, yeah, really. <laughs> We're on our way. <laughs> Podcast movement is in Dallas. We need to do something. Uh, oh crap! When is that? Around that? When is that? Is that August? August. Yeah, that's too long. It's, it's we August. can't wait too until far August. Away. We can't wait until yeah, August. Wait and March that, is yeah. before tax deadline, so I don't think we'll see you at Evolutions in LA. I imagine. Ew, yeah, man, I don't want to go to yeah. LA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, we need to do something. Maybe we'll May, uh, May or June. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's, it's close enough to drive. I, I can drive that. I don't. No, I, I don't even no, have to fly. no. What, what, so, uh, a donation will appear that will equally match. Uh, <laughs> well, Dave, you're gonna you're gonna stay with me, right? Aren't you, Melissa, yeah. gonna come stay with us? Sure. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have some hill country fun, brother. Oh yeah. There's so many, and there's a lot of people that would come in for that. Sure, from, I haven't uh, seen uh, you in what? Um, when did I see you last year? Okay, that's right. Last year, Bitcoin yeah, at, uh, 2021. Miami, yeah. yeah. Hey, and I'll yeah, cater. Yeah. I'll cater barbecue. Uh, there's a good guy there in Fredericksburg. I know that'll do some barbecue catering. We'll make this a fun meetup if y'all want. Can we all go to the craft room and make t-shirts afterward? At <laughs> <laughs> the sweatshop. <laughs> sweatshop. <laughs> I want to do mine with glitter. Oh, no, no. Ben's going kill me. Ben's like Ben's like. I've got a guy who does barbecue. What he really means is his kids. He's he's, he's cracking the whip. <laughs> This is a guy, he's got a thousand gallon propane tank he converted to. Jeez. Uh, yeah, so that's like, I don't know, 60 briskets or something he can do at one time. It's <laughs> like three full cows all at once. That's fantastic. But I did give him a bunch of wood off our, off our place here, and uh, he owes me, so I'm sure he'll be happy to do something. Alberto and Ben are nice. co-founders of RSS.com, where you can sign up without a credit card. 
and uh, take advantage yeah. of uh, their incredible multilingual uh, knowledge base. I'm, I'm doing the marketing here for you, uh, as well as uh, several uh, Podcasting 2.0 uh, tags. But uh, you know that you're in good, safe hands with the boys and girls over at RSS.com. Yeah, and you can do one sure. episode for free. Yeah, and, hope, and just make it. <laughs> and Dave will it remove it for their algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Dave will kick you right out of the index. Guys, thank you so much for your uh, your unwavering support. Really, really appreciate you. And I'm I'm really proud of the, what you're doing. You know, just uh, identifying markets, getting in. You see your expansion. You know, the whole uh, buying an app. And uh, what yeah. else were you going to buy? A uh, t-shirt company, right? Yeah. Yeah, t-shirt yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love those aspirations. Yeah, wheat, I really yeah, do. Wheat, yeah, land, wheat farms. Yeah, all that. <laughs> Wind farms, too. Yes. <laughs> all right. Dave, anything for you? Uh, no, man. Just heading back to work and getting the, getting the grind on. Okay. Well, we will be back with another board meeting next week, Podcasting 2.0. Check everything out at podcastindex.org, podcastindex.social. We'll talk to you next week. Listening to Podcasting 2.0. Visit podcastindex.org for more information. Go podcasting! Don't just stand there! Boost! Boost! Boost!